Welcome to the Eddie Hyde Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Eddie Hyde, and we're continuing our discussion of resurrection realities this week. I'm, uh, we're, this is, this is, uh, is being broadcast the first time on Wednesday morning, and uh, this Sunday is Resurrection Sunday, uh, the, the Sunday where all over the world Christians celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. I think it's I think it's it's unfortunate that we only celebrate it once once a year because if when we read in the early church in the book of Acts, the, they were consumed with the truth and with the message of the resurrection. It was their witness every day. It was the subject of their teachings, their preachings, their witness was the resurrection of Jesus. That was the source of their life and their power. Uh, read the book of Acts and see how significant the resurrection of Jesus was in the lives of those earliest believers. And you will not find in them any fear of death. You will find them being threatened. You will find some of them being put to death. But after Jesus comes out of the grave, they have an understanding that the power of darkness, the power of death, the power of Satan and demons has been broken and that they have a message to proclaim to the whole world that through putting, uh, through putting our faith in Jesus, we can be saved from sin. We can have the assurance of eternal life. And they, they preached it everywhere in the face of all kinds of threats and actual persecution and death, but they preached it fearless. They had been delivered from the fear of death. And I want to read to you uh, a story of an early martyr. Uh, and this happened after, uh, after the New Testament era. Uh, this is a, a Christian leader by the name of Polycarp who was born in 69. He was martyred in, in the year 156 so he was 87 years old. Now, he was a pastor, a bishop, an overseer in the city of Smyrna. And there was uh, incredible persecution uh, that was instigated against Christians. And uh, it was instigated by the Roman Empire. And by this time, the Roman emperors, the Caesars, were claiming to be divine. And, uh, and throughout the Roman Empire, people were being ordered and required to, and this is true, to say, to make a confession, Caesar is Lord. And, uh, and if you were not willing to make that confession, then you could be imprisoned, thrown to wild beasts, burned at the stake. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever, suffering they chose to inflict upon you. So Polycarp, he was arrested for being a Christian. Now, he may have been encouraged by a letter that Jesus instructed John to write uh, in the book of Revelation, because those of you who are familiar with the book of Revelation, it was written by John the Apostle, one of the 12 disciples of Jesus, one of the 12 apostles. And Jesus appeared to him when John was banished to the island of Patmos out in the Mediterranean and instructed him to write 
seven letters to the seven churches of Asia, not the continent of Asia. This was the Roman province of Asia, which encompassed what would be present-day Turkey or Asia Minor. And there were seven churches in Asia, probably some of them directly the result of the ministry of Paul the Apostle, and, and, and maybe all of them, because we know that, that people went out, like from Ephesus and other places, to other cities preaching the gospel, where Paul had gone and, and set up a base, for example, in Ephesus, where he was there for approximately three years. But in this letter, one of them was to the city of Smyrna, where Polycarp was from, who was murdered approximately, probably around 65 years after John wrote this letter. But Polycarp lived to be 87 years old. So he would have been in his 20s when this letter was sent. And he was, he, he was a Christian from the time he was a child. It seems that his parents were probably Christians. And so it seems most likely that he would have heard this letter read in the congregation of the Christians in Smyrna. Because here's what John, here's what uh, Jesus said to, to, to John and to the angel, which most likely is the pastor, the leader of the church in Smyrna. Now remember, this is the home of Polycarp. He probably heard this letter. We're going to hear his story in just a moment. These things says the first and the last who was dead and, and, and came to life. You see there, he, he's telling them about his resurrection. He's a, because he's going to tell them, warn them of persecution that's coming. And so he's letting them know up front, I am the one who was dead and came to life. So you don't have to fear death. I know your works, tribulation and poverty, but you are rich. And I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Listen to this. He says, do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Wow. Can you imagine this young man in his 20s hearing this read from John the Apostle directly uh, given to him from Jesus? And don't you know this was a great inspiration to him about 60 years later when he actually faced martyrdom for his faith? He says, do not fear any of those things which are, you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you in prison that you may be tested and you will have tribulation 10 days. Be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. In that same city where John sent that letter to Smyrna about, as I said, there was a young man named Polycarp who was a part of the Christian congregation there. He, in all likelihood, heard that read. There's no reason to believe he didn't hear that letter read. Sixty years later, at 87 years of age, he is uh, a very beloved leader among the Christians. But a persecution has been instigated against the Christians because they will not confess that Caesar is Lord. And so he's arrested and he is brought before the authorities and he's before the magistrate. And the magistrate for that region said, uh, persisted uh, trying to get him to confess that Jesus is Lord. And he said to him, swear the oath and I will release you. Revile Christ. So he wanted him to revile Jesus. 
Listen to what Polycarp said. For 86 years I have been his servant, and he has done me no wrong. How can I blaspheme, blaspheme my king who saved me? But the magistrate continued to insist, saying, Swear by the genius of Caesar. And then Polycarp answered, If you vainly suppose that I will swear by the genius of Caesar, as you request, and pretend not to know who I am, listen carefully. I am a Christian. <laughs> you see the boldness? He, he has no fear. So the, the magistrate says, I have wild beasts. I will throw you to them unless you change your mind. But Polycarp said, call for them. Go ahead, call for the wild beasts. He says, for the repentance from better to worse is a change impossible for us. A repentance from, how did he say it? For repentance from better to worse. For me to be what you want me to do would be to, to, to repent means to change your mind, would be to rent from better to worse. He said, that's impossible. But it is a noble thing to change from that which is evil to righteousness. And then the, the, the magistrate answers and said, says to him, I will have you consumed by fire since you despise the wild beast, unless you change your mind. But Polycarp said, you threaten with a fire that burns only briefly, and after just a little while is extinguished, for you are ignorant of the fire of the coming judgment and eternal punishment, which is reserved for the ungodly. But why do you delay? Come, do what you wish. And they did. They took him and they burned him alive. Oh, but his, his witness, his testimony. <laughs> there were Christians there who observed his boldness and they wrote it up. And I'm reading from a collection of, it's called the Apostolic Fathers. It's a collection of early writings after the New Testament period. And of course, this was written in the second century. And so he had experienced victory from the fear of death. He knew the reality of 1 Corinthians 15, 15, where Paul said, Oh, oh death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? The sting, the, the fear of death is sin. The sting of death is sin and the the let, let me let me turn over and read that. We'll close with this, but that's that's such an important passage. First Corinthians chapter 15. I can quote it, but I'm, I'm afraid I may get some of the words uh, a little bit uh, turned around. So I want to just turn over to First Corinthians 15 and verse 55. O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, through his, through his resurrection, he destroyed, he, he destroyed Satan, who is the author of death. He, he absolutely defeated Satan and demons. He defeated death. He came forth triumphant over the grave. And he ever lives. 
and he invites. He sent his people. He sent his disciples. He sent me. He, he's probably some of you he has sent forth. If you're a follower of Christ, he's called all of us to be his witnesses. Calling this world to come and put their faith in him. And be freed from sin. And from hell, which is eternal death. And be freed from the fear of death and be a bold witness for Jesus Christ. Hey, I'm Eddie Hyatt. This is the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. I hope you will uh, uh, continue to join me this week as we talk about resurrection realities. And check out my uh, website, eddiehyatt.com. And if you would like to give an offering in support of our ministry on our website, there is a donate button. There's also instructions if you'd rather do an offering by Zelle. Just use my uh, email, drediehype.com, or our contact information, our address is there on the website. And I will look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless.